Hey, and welcome to My Mama Has Four Kids. I am Middle Child, aka K. Sean Rivers. I'm here with my two brothers. We got a Kyrie here and Yavaris here. They can introduce themselves. They grown. It's a Kyrie. You know, C flat on all social media. And the flat is with the PH and not the F. And it's Yavaris, man. Big Daddy V. On our platforms is Big Daddy underscore V Money. All right, so we have our cast here today for this discussion, and we chose us three specifically. Usually, we would put Keon in the mix, and I wanted to, but apparently, he was too hungry to come and sit down and have this discussion of what it is to define being a man or to be a man, however you want to say it. We're just going to talk about what it is as far as this culture as far as this time period goes that it is to be a man now everybody's gonna have different opinions everybody's gonna have different takes and the thing that makes this very nice is that we all are different men and we all don't grew up in the same household though so maybe our values be the same but maybe not you know we have different experiences through life so our definition of what it is to be a man might change. Now, like I said, since you grew up in the same household, I think there's going to still be some core values that we agree upon. But outside of that, who knows? And the reason why I bring this up is because there's been a lot of things about masculinity and what it takes to be a man in this time period due to so much change happening. And to me, I don't think it's been that significant. But as far as others go, especially a lot of old timers, I'd like to say being a man is just not possible, I guess, for some reason. I don't I don't know why. I don't know what this assumption is. And being a younger man, in my opinion, it's it's crazy that the viewpoints haven't really changed as much from back then as far as what it takes to be a man. But older people not seeing it or even like some people being raised in a different household what they consider like I said being a man it's just I don't know so uh, I guess what this podcast is going to be about today is what we define as being a man simple as that so I'm going to start off by blasting questions to you boys <laughs> unless y'all already got an idea of what y'all would consider we'll give you a definition well as far as me my definition of being a man is complex because being a man is simple. And that's what makes it complex. Mine is simply you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do. It's simple as that. Like, as a man, or I guess as a man in this society, you're given a lot of challenges. You're given a lot of responsibility. Like, uh, you got to pay bills. Or if you got a child, you got to feed the child. Or... If you got family, you got to take care of your family, especially the family members you like. I ain't going to say it's bad to not take care of the family members you don't like, but you try to do that regardless. There's responsibilities that you're given as I feel like you grow into your manhood. Like my responsibilities when I was younger, like 16, even 18, which I guess as far as the law says would make me a man, is different from how it is now. I'm 25. And to me, my responsibilities have changed completely and I still have to roll with that. And I get more as time goes on, but I still have to handle that. 
And if you can handle it, if you can go out of your way to do what you need to do, to me, I think that's what makes you a man. It's not about, you know, like what I wear or anything like that. I don't, I don't think that really defines me as a man because I wear a different amount of stuff. And like, I'm not always dressed in a suit and tie. I'm not always dressed in jogging pants and just slippers or pajamas or whatever you want to say. I'm not, I'm not always, I don't, it doesn't matter what I look like. I could look like ruggish, but I know my bills paid. I know I got a car and all that other stuff like that. And I know I'm taking care of my people. So I don't feel no sort of way about it either. Like, I don't have no regrets about it. So to me, I guess, that just shorten it down, keep it simple. Do what you got to do. Also, pursue, pursuing what you want to do. I think that's also what you it makes you a man too. It's not being confined, like not being complacent. That to me also makes you a man as well. I agree with a lot of those elements. Um, me personally, I'm still learning. We what, all learn, but yeah. I, yeah, I mean, a lot of people still learning. Everybody's learning every day. Uh, but I'm saying, I'm learning the elements of what type of man I want to be. You know, I I feel like it's a lot of different qualifications to be a man, but the type of man a person is, is what's really defining. Yeah. You know? I can agree with that. I feel like uh, being a man, in my opinion, um, I guess being the oldest and the one who's been, I guess, in the man position... The longest. The longest out of us. He's the is, veteran. Um, yeah, the vet. Um, I think it's just being stand up. It's, it kind of ties into what you're saying, being respons- responsible and and uh, respectable and, and um, meaning what you say. But I think all that's just simplifying being, being stand up or being a stand up guy. And... Uh, just uh, yeah, just being stand up. I, I don't I don't know how else to kind of put it, other than those words, because it's kind of tying into the same thing. But it's just um, <clears throat> not lying, you know. Um, so having some form of integrity. Yeah, integrity. Um, I think yeah. ROTC when we was in ROTC, that was one of I, the core values. Yeah, one of, that was the main core value. You know, integrity, um, um, responsibility, um, honor, honor, honor is big. Yeah. Honor is big. It's like nowadays, a lot of people don't have that honor, like yeah. uh, especially like in the news, like in the entertainment business and all that. It's not like a lot of stand up guys um just out now i feel like honesty is a big thing too yeah honesty and like i'm gonna just say um as far as that honesty bit goes like i think this as far as this generation it's it's a little bit easier for men not to be honest because let's be honest (laughs) jokes no but, <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is, is that people be flexing all the time on like instagram and yeah, facebook and all this other stuff like that and it's then, easy to create a, it's a hard it's yeah. actually hard to be like i said stand up because it's like you 
you get more. I seen this post that our little cousin posted yesterday. It's like you get more praise when you flex nowadays than when you do when you speak in your mind and being being honest. Yeah, you yeah. get more praise just to flex. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I think the world is is going is going against being a man, especially in our community, especially in the black community. I feel. Yeah. yeah, but see that whole thing about the black community and what defines masculinity too is kind of hard because I look at it and I see posts here and there, you know, about like if a dude dresses up in the dress, he's not a man, even though he is clearly a man. And over in different cultures, like the Scottish, uh, they've been wearing dresses for I don't know how many centuries. It's a yeah. kilt. It's a kilt. Man. It's a kilt. It's, it's, it's an uncultured a, swine. It's, it's a, a kilt. kilt. But over in the U.S., it's a skirt. Right. Yeah, so over here, in the skirt is a skirt. A skirt is still a skirt. In the U.S., yes. In the U.S., it's a skirt. But, but, but that's just just the difference between cultures, though. Yeah. That too. It's difference between cultures, but at the same time. Um, the U.S. is a, a melting pot of an assortment of different cultures. So, you'll put a, you know, Chinese-themed restaurant inside of, you know, your local plaza with, you know, a bunch of different cultures mixed in, and you'll be accepting of that. Yet, when someone brings over their culture, like, back to the Scottish thing, with the kilt, and completely discriminate against it or discredit its heritage. Yeah. But my thing about that too is it's just like if you want to get into that melting pot, like, I know everybody's done this at least once. I've seen this at least once. Or you go to an Asian restaurant or an Asian theme store, however you want to say it, and it's like everybody but an Asian person working there. Now, of course, since Asian people usually stick together more, I have to say, there probably is like an owner. The owner's probably Asian. Or there's Asian workers there. Or managers Asian. But like, I see Latino people working there. It's the chefs, mostly. Not gonna lie to you. And then black people, too. Whether that be at, at the counter or as a chef. Sometimes I see white people there. That, 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 that right there, that's like super American. If you see a white, Latino, a black person, and an Asian person all working in an Asian restaurant... Super, super American because that's that's a lot of that's that's how it's supposed to be. That's the melting pot. Literally, you see every every exactly. shade, I guess, <laughs> and they everybody come in different shades. So, <clears throat> I feel like people got to get away from selective honesty. Selective Ooh, honesty. Ooh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I like that because people will be honest and they'll be stern with their opinions on. A small portion of things, and in this microwave era that we have with social media, everything's a headline. Everything's you know that thirty second clip. Do you and, think? Oh, go ahead. Finish. Uh, every since everything's in that you know thirty second clip, it's an easy way to you know manipulate emotion, generate a response. Everything everybody's doing nowadays is after a response, and most people aren't really you know even giving out a full opinion. Do you feel like it's that way because, like, everything is so sensitive now? It's like, like, everything is so sensitive, it's actually hard to be a man. 
because like I said, it's to be a man, one of those qualities is being honesty and being straight up and being stand up and, and all that. But when you do, like I said, they go back to the, the flexion and not flexion thing. It's just like, it's so sensitive. It's like, everybody has a, a reaction. Everyone, well, like, my thing is, I feel uh, like this, that, and that. I feel like a lot of it has to do with uh, the fact that the internet and social media is so wide open. You know? People in a selective honesty thing. Because the internet is so wide open and people are only giving out selective honesty and they not... And most people aren't trying to, you know, give out a full opinion, you know? You're stuck with a bunch of fragmented, selective honesty, you know, statements. So people will piggyback off of a few portions of selected honesty that they see out there on the internet or on different social media, and they'll ride with it. Whoever has the most... My bad. Whoever has the most, you know, uh, powerful or the most uh, response-grabbing fragment that they throw out on social media is what people, you know, try to go after. So, with that as a whole, to me it sounds like you're saying basically, like, when people put in the comments and stuff like that, or when they put up something like a meme or it could be a post or whatever and, like, everybody hop up on it. Right? Cool. I honestly think that that right there does make it it makes people want to do it. But also, that does make it difficult as far as, like, deciphering whether it's truth or not. Exactly. And same thing goes for that sensitivity thing. I think as far as that goes, that's a mix of, like, people wanting to to basically be heard, but sometimes getting hurt in the process of that. And that's also because of media, too. Yeah. Like, with that Gillette thing, like, that Gillette commercial... As far as the masculinity goes, it's just like, to me, you know, there's a whole bunch of comments about that, about how, like, that, this is like, like, that's, 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 we're not men anymore. Like, oh, so, so our son, we can't, boys can't be boys and all this other stuff like that. And I think, see, with that, that response, like, a lot of people were gravitating towards that response because these are a lot of people who probably grew up with that phrase and that saying. Or those type of environments. And that's fine. That's cool. And like that turns you into the man you are today. I'm not saying that that you are less of a man because of those defining events that happen to you. But to me, what I got out of it, I'm going to just say on my end of it, what I got was that this stuff was cool back then. This stuff was cool at some period in time. But not now. And the only reason why I say that is because you got a picture I guess we are in a more sensitive environment. So, a kid, you see, obviously getting beat up by another kid. You're going to sit there and just be like, I mean, hey, boys going to be boys. And then they go and do the same thing. And then you're wondering why your child's fighting and getting in trouble in school. Because you let them do it. Like, it's stuff like that. It's, it's all those things that I feel like they said in there, they have effects to them. Now, some people grow up differently. Some people make a different choice. Cool. But that's not for everybody. And as a whole, that's the problem. It's not It's not for everybody. If it was for everybody, cool. But it's not. 
But yeah. I feel like I feel like as far as the fighting situation, sometimes you have to get in, in fights when you're younger to know how to fend and fight when you get older for your family. Like how how will you ever know how to be strong or whatever if you never been through a fight or you never been through fights and stuff like that? So my question I, is, do you think you have to fight in order to be strong? You don't necessarily have to fight to be strong. You just need to know when to fight, right? And how to fight, right? Yeah, but how would you learn to fight if you never fought? I mean, I feel like... I mean, practice is one thing, but actually being in it is another. Because the adrenaline and all these yeah, other circumstances that's like, changing. I feel like with the circumstances of, like you said earlier, fending for your family or fending for a loved one or something like that, the emotion that you get from seeing, you know, potential harm coming to a loved one or, you know, your family or something like that, it'll bring out that within you. Yeah, but with us, it's different because we fought each other. So yeah. we kind of practice on each other and saying, hey, that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of we practice. Yeah. yeah, over here, bro, this that uh that... Breathing rivers, snelling dojo. That's that's how we do it over here. Hey, that's how we had to do it, man. We had <laughs> that's to, how we do we it. We had over to here. get aggression out. I mean, how else would you have done that? But see, that's the thing, though. Okay, like that. say for instance, uh, one of us would have grown up as an only child, and we got into a spat with one of our neighborhood friends. Right. That's fighting with somebody totally different. That's outside. Right. You right. know. But what I'm saying too is, it's just like I don't think. You need to to fight to to know how to fight. I think you should know when to fight, and I think you should know how to defend yourself. But going out there to fight somebody and everything like that, that's different. Also, teaching kids from the get-go that you shouldn't be fighting people to begin with helps people not get into fights. Yeah. But that's not that in our... And, Go ahead. That and I feel like uh, things leading up to a fight how to defuse situations like some things aren't fighting worthy somebody you know cracking your mama jokes some people may feel more sensitive about it than others now that that is right that's right but that's like they go back to the saying (laughs) your mama's so fat words don't hurt me you know what i'm saying yeah, and they do. True. But that's the whole thing about teaching that you shouldn't be saying. You shouldn't just do mean stuff in general. <laughs> that's yeah, the whole I mean, point. But the world ain't nice, so you can't. Yeah, the world ain't nice, so you can't just say that. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the whole point. Of, that's, that's the thing about raising. That's why I was saying, you know. And then if you think about the definition. animal, the animal kingdom, uh, thinking as far as like lions and stuff, their children sit there and fight and tussle and all that. So when they get out there, this is like training for when you get out there and you own, you have your yeah, own. That's an and attitude. that's why I was, I, I I like that you know, you know analogy. But I was also referring, going back to how I was saying earlier, the only child situation. I didn't, I didn't grow up with cousins. I didn't grow up with you know brothers and sisters and like that. And I just go into a new situation, and these are how these people were raised. Now, I'm getting introduced into how they were raised. Right. Okay, but in that same situation, you never had brothers and sisters and you didn't grow around your cousins. Now, you just 
you dumbfounded of everything because you were given everything. You, you like you spoon fed everything. That's not always true. That's Another not, thing is, it's yeah. just like like I said too. It's just like if that child was taught, even without brothers and cousins, you like as an only child, if their parents was just like, look, you're about to go into this this new world, this high school, middle school, whatever you know what usually what the bouts happen usually. There are gonna be people who are gonna not agree with you. It's as simple as that. You, it's, it's not about being right or wrong. It's the fact that people have right to their opinions, and they don't gotta agree with you, and you don't gotta agree with them. But if they get to the point where they showing aggressive behavior, or they feeling like they gonna assault you in any shape and form, whether that be vocally or physically, like this, that's when you gotta tell them like. That's when you got to teach them because you grow up in that world. I'm just talking about as far as like going down the line. You, we know what it's like. We all know what it's like when somebody yeah. about to fight us because we've all fought somebody before in school. Like you had an aggression, right? Exactly. We know this, and there's some people that like I'm. I'm sorry to say it, like they just. I don't know if it's just they want to fight. I don't know if it's because they household situation and they trying to bring that over there to you. Whatever the case may be, there are times where yes. Somebody's gonna want to fight you, and they just they want to get it out. They, they like you said, they want to get out their aggression. Of course, you have to find ways to try to make sure that don't happen to begin with, and then try to avoid it. But if it does come down to that point, that's when you teach your kid, like, hey, in this situation, defend yourself, or try to just get away from the situation completely. Because as no matter how much people are gonna talk smack and all that other stuff like that. You probably prevented harm from yourself and that other person. And at the end of the day, no matter how they look at it or whatever, like, if y'all gonna get into it again, that person's probably gonna feel like, oh, yeah, like, I can just keep bothering him and all that stuff like that. Cool. Okay. So, I got one. I feel like being a man or a definition of, of a man is having morals. I feel like then... When when a person Fast. over overstep those boundaries or that that line of that yeah. morals, then that's when you'll know to defend or you know what I'm saying be aggressive or not like that. Yeah, I I feel like a key element of being a man is knowing when to draw boundaries for your morals. Cause you can have morals, but if other people don't understand that you have those set of morals, they're gonna try to overstep those boundaries. You know? Something about, I don't know, It's maybe it's something kind of like zen, like I guess. It's something about setting limitations for yourself, but not to the point where you can't actually exceed them. It's just that you know them. And the same thing goes for for another person. You set that, you set those limitations for that person, but you can't let them go past it. Like, like as simple as that. Now, of course, like, that takes different forms with relationships with people. As far as that saying goes, like, like with us, we known each other for a long time, so our limitations have increased and decreased at some point in times in our lives because we're brothers. But I think that our limitations exceed for others as far as like what you allow somebody to see or what you allow somebody to talk to you about on other stuff like that. But that's somebody outside of us. Like we talk about certain things that people listening to this podcast wouldn't understand. And that's just because 
that's the limitation of it. That's y'all just y'all put y'all put behind that boundary. But us, we we have that. We already are in that. I guess that little that area together. So it it doesn't make sense for us to have those type of limitations on each other. Now for certain stuff like food and clothing and school and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like all the other stuff like that. That changed over time. <laughs> yeah. You think uh you think how you grew up and who raised you um also helped define you as a man? Yes and no. Because there are certain things, no matter how much my dad has talked to me about it or has told me he went through this, this, and this that I didn't go through whatsoever. He told me about it, right? but I didn't go through it. So I don't think that affect my... I mean, it did It helped me as far as like if this situation do come up, right. cool. But I don't think it it helped define me as much. It just kind of... It kind of gave me the information and I just took it and I took it in and I, I use it if I have to use it. Do you think that being in a two-parent home versus a single-parent home give you advantages and disadvantages as far as being a man and stuff like that? Yeah. Or not stuff like that, but actually being a man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like being a man. I mean, kind of, sort of. If you are a man, if you aren't a man, a cat dog, anyway. What'd you have to say? Um, I was going to say... Um, another key element to what I feel like, uh, being a man is respecting others' boundaries and morals. Just because I was raised a certain way doesn't mean that everybody should think and behave in the way that I feel that people should. So, what do you feel about versus how you was brought up? Yeah, back to the question about single parent household, two yeah, parent yeah. household, or just just do you think that that is it a difference? I feel like the environment a, you were raised in. I, I feel like it makes a difference to an extent, depending on the person, um, because you can be susceptible to stick true to the morals that uh, your parent in the single parent household told you to, or not. And the same goes with the, you know, both parent household. You know, you could, you know, be taught a bunch of different good morals, a bunch of different, you know, great things, all in a single parent household and not follow through with any of it. And same goes with, you know, both parents being present in inside of, you know, the home. I, I feel like it just depends on the person and the experiences that the person goes through in their life. Yeah. I think one of the things that's also, like, crazy is just, like, it's hard to say that it's just the parents that raise the child yep. because, like, you got to picture what environment that you put them into. And mm-hmm. like certain, like people, the way people act towards that child at school is way different from what the parents give that child. Same thing goes for how the teachers and the principal, whatever. Mm-hmm. That exactly. that's a whole different environment, and how they treat that child, you know, depending on the child, affects how they grow up. In my opinion, 
Yeah. So like, if you putting your child in it, like if you in a, if you if they have a nice household. Yeah. But they hate going to school. You got a picture like it, it. It possibly is the school, or it's just the parents. They might not be giving the child the info that they need to deal with their situation. I got something. What's up? Cause we, me and Kyrie had a conversation earlier, and it was about uh, being a street nigga, so quote unquote street nigga. Right. So, do you believe? By being a street nigga, it makes you more of a man, or in some cases, you could be less of a man if you were a street nigga. Like, what do you what do you feel about that? Well, as far as the just the word. Well, define street, street nigga for me, cause like if that street nigga is is taking care of his family and his kids, like I might not agree with all the stuff that he's doing, but if he's actually being responsible in a sense, and as far as I'm concerned, as long as he ain't like killing nobody or nothing like that, especially in my people's, I'm fine with him being like that. I mean, like you got a picture, like if his situation, his situation might be different from mine. So he had to be raised by the streets. I might have, I could have chose to be in the streets, but I didn't. You know, it's like it's a choice you make. Still, in my opinion, on right, that one. Right. Yeah. But how you handle it is what determines, at least on my end, what makes you, I guess, more of a man or less of a man. Because there's street niggas yeah. out there that are less of a man, in my opinion, because of the choices that they make on the street and how it affects. Not only them, but the people around them, and possibly me, and I don't like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Simple as that. Cause talk about the situation. Like it was a, it was this guy, and he he's a so-called street nigga, but and he was a manly man in the street, but he wasn't really taking care of his 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 daughter and his his baby mother and all that. Oh, so he one of them people that just say, "Hey, yo, what's up, Coolio? How you doing, dog?" Hey man, you cool? Yeah man, I'm gonna be out here at the he spa. Was... You know what I'm saying? The white wife, you doing my thing? You know what I'm saying? But really, at buddy, home, his wife and his or his baby girl, his baby mama and his daughter buddy was, starving. And buddy was caught out here with the uh, flex syndrome. Oh yeah, he was doing what he could, how he could, however he could, you know, with the not so right crowd, and you know, wasn't taking care of everything he needed to at home. So ended up getting him locked a, up. A less of a man, though. You would call to that me, less of a I, man, I, right? I call that less of a man, but the Even though he why, out here, he's so hard, he got this street cred. I mean, that's cool and all, but street cred ain't feeding your baby mama or your daughter. Now, if you don't like them, I guess that's fine. Because <laughs> you don't like them or you don't want to associate with them. But, I like, mean, at that point in time, like, what does that say about you? Like, that's still... Like, yep. the baby mama, that whole baby mama situation, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what to say about that. You should at least be cordial with her. Uh, or try to be. If you can't be, then you can't be. But your daughter, your your child in general, handle yeah. that at all times. Yeah, that's I, that's a living being that came from your penis. Like, that's a part of you. Because then, And that's the future. When something good happens for that child... You feel proud of yourself that, like, even though I was out here wilding or doing whatever it is, like, I I was able to take myself and get pieces of myself to make my child into the person that they are and to, to be something, in I, my I, opinion. I actually at least for themselves, too. 
actually think you, the man, the manliest man, if you're taking care of your children, because those, it, your children are like your legacy. That's what you're going to leave behind once you're gone. So I think you like the, that's more important than anything else yeah. in the world. Because th- what, how they are nurtured will determine the future. As simple as that. And that's it. It that's would determine who that, in my opinion, would determine who the child is, in in a sense, because of what how you raised them, what values they instilled, yeah, the morals you instilled, like you said, right, and all that. So my thing is about that being the future too is just like, I you don't know what your child's gonna be. It's as simple as that. You don't. But creating but, the best environment for them. Right. Giving them the best so they can be themselves. It's the key to all of that raising the child. It's just, so they can grow up and be proud of themselves and they don't have to feel no certain way. They don't have to take yep. no hating comments. They don't gotta... You, I mean, like, they, hell, they might grow up into something you might not agree to. But if they're happy as hell, if they're happy out of this world... They're not harming nobody. That right there... That right there should be you right there. Because the, you did that. I'm not saying that you did it completely. <laughs> Let me just get that straight. You went half on it. You put you put your work in to to help your child get to that point where you can lead them be. And you know they're going to be happy. And you know they're going to be all right. Like, well, for people who got to worry about their children, you know, somewhere along the lines, I understand it's hard to raise a child. But it takes a village. You still got to try. You, you know? got to understand that part of being um part of being a man is like you said the legacy that you leave. So if your if your your gene die off because one you're not having kids and two you're not they're not living long enough to to raise their own and they didn't have the morals that you passed down, your gene didn't die off. So you 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 know what I'm saying? You didn't leave a legacy. How can you be a man? You know what I'm saying? So that that that's my opinion on that. What do you feel as far as the lesbian women or the stud women that are trying to be the traders men? What what is your opinion on that? Well, my opinion on it because that's a hard one. It is hard. I just have I'll to. let them decide that for themselves. Correct, because like when you say stud, to me that just means that there's they're just a more masculine woman. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're not a man or they're not a man if they are defined as a stud. Right. They're not a man. They're just a more masculine woman. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know they're most likely into women. Mm-hmm. There are some, I guess, well, no, like as far as stud, see, this is why I want to get into <laughs> the definitions of it and everything like that. I, I, I try my best. <laughs> I, but as I far as being defined as a stud, as far as I know, they're most likely into women or are into women completely. Hey, you know. And that, to me, makes them a woman. Like, they're a more masculine woman, sure. But... They're a woman. Now, if they say otherwise, then I don't know what... If they that... identify as a man or yeah. anything like that. like That's why I said I'll let 
the person decide. Yeah, cause if because if they identify as a man and they are a woman, then at that point in time they are transgender. Yes. I believe. I believe because that's at least as far as my understanding of it, that's what it is. I just had to get the opinion on that. I mean, you know, there's a, a lot of studs out here, you know, taking a lot of testosterone and, and trying to become as manly as they can. I just didn't, I just wanted to, you know, put that out there. I didn't know. Well, my thing is, it's just like, dude, I don't know my feelings. Are you like, asking, are they a man? Because I, they I don't know. I, I guess I, <laughs> I don't know. Because that's our topic. Our topic is what defines a man. And you know, hey, somewhere deep down on the They might define themselves as a man. I don't know. Exactly. I just, that's I just a, don't that, know. That's, a, that's where I'm at, too. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's well, I'm leaving it. I but, decide. I decided to let the people of that community decide. Yeah, and if you are of that community and you want to give us a message, too, whether it be to straighten out what our thoughts are or to just say like yes i believe i am a man or to yes better education I'm not a man but i am masculine like however you want to put it however you want to educate us please do because that helps a lot yes also like and to, to be honest it's just that's a whole different like subject and that's a whole different thing because that the lgbtq community is just that's that's big to me Right. And it's a lot of stuff that I feel is always added on to it. And as far as I'm concerned, like, the person is what only really matters to me. So, I don't know. But if you guys want to just go in on it and just give me more on that, cool. I'm very happy for the subjects where they be ba- If you got a bad comment you want to say, please do. Then let me know. If you want to call stupid or whatever, cool. If you got a good comment, and if you feel like we're being respectable, if you feel like we're being disrespectful, all of that. Just let us know. Educate yeah. us, please. We're please. not, we're not too savvy on all of the information. We're just trying to understand because we're outsiders looking on the inside. Right. We're just trying to find better understandings. Correct. And I come like I cosplay to lay that down. So like, that's a community that's not really accepted everywhere, and it's considered weird. So. On my end of it, it's not the same whatsoever. But I understand that feeling now more than I did back then as far as, like, like people look at you weird and they have stuff to say. And, like, oh, man, if you go to Dragon Con, there's always the the good old church folk out there saying that the devil and all that other stuff like that is in it. But that's a whole different story. Same thing goes for the LGBTQ community. That's a whole different story, too. Later on down the line, we're going to have some episodes about that as well. So, y'all be up for that. Alright, so as far as everybody's concerned, did y'all get y'all definition out of what it takes to be a man? Yeah. Yeah. So like, having morals. We gave y'all a little bit more than that, too. We gave y'all some extra. Some extra. But extra like, Having ourselves. morals and being stand-up and um, knowing your truth is being a man. I think that's, that's in my opinion. Being 100% comfortable in your own skin, regardless of outside uh, opinions. Right. It's another key. 
And that's what really counts. Being yourself. That's what we about around here. Yeah. Be yourself. So I am Middle Child, a.k.a. K. Sean Rivers. This is my brother, Kyron Yvaris. That is our podcast. Uh, please go ahead and hit your boy up on my email at kshawn at gmail.com. That'll be Q-A-I-S-H-U-N at gmail.com. You can send me how you feel about, you know, the podcast and everything like that. What 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 comments you have as far as, like, being a man, that would be nice to know. I'd love to hear that. And we want to know your definitions of what it is to be a man. Right, exactly. And, of course, like I said, if you have any, if you want to tell me this podcast is stupid, you want to tell me this podcast is booming, all that stuff, put it all on there. I'm going to give it a read. I'm always on my email. You can hit me there. I'm working on getting the page together, so I'll tell you guys exactly what site to go on. It's going to also be on uh, the podcast like description notes, so you can link to that, and then you can start roasting me uh, on media as well. Um, probably going to have that out during March. And, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to leave it. This has been uh, My Mama Has Four Kids, and I hope you guys have a fantastic day, night, morning, sun, moon, stars, bars, clouds, cars. Yeah. And if you got any kinds of comments, concerns, questions, any of those things, don't be afraid to hit me at C-flat. Don't be afraid to hit me on all platforms, Big Daddy underscore V-Money. We got to remind y'all to hit us up. Yeah. So we can start roasting y'all back on... uh Twitter and Instagram and all those stuff. Oh, too. for sure. Daddy, <laughs> you come with the chops. Don't be afraid to get singed. You, you trying to flame me yeah, up. We, don't we, get afraid. We coming back with the fire. <laughs> you, you come and trying to roast me. Don't get mad if you get singed. I spit hot fire. <laughs> hot fire. I spit hot. Hot fire.